Hello, and welcome to Arsenal X, Boss Rush Podcast, Xbox Podcast. I am here with Eddie V. I'm excited to be here. Throwing up that X, it's been a while. (laughs) Yeah, he got fired and then he came back. What? (laughs) I just wanted to guess if you missed him. Hello, Airman. And then he puts the boss in Boss Rush, Corey Derrick. <laughs> Hello, I'm here to talk about Xbox, not Resident Evil 4. Joke for you, for everybody who didn't see the live show. So. <laughs> we would that a low. Yeah, just like just Resident Evil 4. Just listen to you know Listen what? To <laughs> I got some good Haggadah ice cream. Well, let's play a game where you can shoot and can't run at the same time. That's fun. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, this is episode <laughs> eighty-seven of the show. I know this is the first time since I've hosted it that I've said the number <laughs> because it's I'm right. still Ed's, new at this. Since since Ed started hosting Boss Rush, he hasn't said a single number yet, so it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, honest. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I mean, because usually you you have a number on them a lot of times, anyways. Like when you download it, I think so. It's not. I mean, we could we could say numbers, but who's counting? (laughs) (laughs) Not I. Uh, so probably make it would probably make it a lot less stressful every time you start the show because like every time I start Nintendo yeah. Power Block I start with the show number and I literally have to look up the show number every time I do the show notes because I never remember what number it is. Yeah, <laughs> so. I'm. Yeah, since I've been hosting this, I'm just trying to make it like as is just chill and and just <laughs> easy as possible. We just have a conversation and just. Wherever it goes, it goes. So, um, I'm gonna start with you, actually, Ed. We're gonna get into our uh, arsenal and uh, what's in your arsenal, Ed. So, um, I actually started a little bit of Tales of Vesperia, um, definitive edition for Ooh. Xbox One. Um, nice. Yeah, just really, uh, I brought it in for a while. This missing on my Xbox. Um, it's, it looks really cool. It looks like it's gonna be a fun game. I'm gonna get into. I keep every time I look at it, I'd be like, "Ah, oh, I want Tales of Graces F that came on PlayStation 3." Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I kind of want to come, come uh, for that to come back out because it's been a while that I played uh, played a Tales game, and you know, still one of my favorites, Tales of Symphonia, and mm. then Graces F is right underneath that. Uh, so I can't wait to uh, play Vesperia. I have two of them on PlayStation 4, but I'm just like it was. I think it was like only ten or t- I think it was like ten dollars on Xbox One on a good sale. So oh, I nice. picked it up. Yeah, um, picked up Final Fantasy 13 today. It was only eight bucks. Nice. Uh, I played it on PlayStation 3, but never got to finish it. And I want to run through it again. And I know it's on Game Pass uh, right now. Uh, but I like, you know, I'm going to give this game another try because what I didn't like about it is that most of the most of the gang splits your whole team up into two party, like two people okay. parties. 
And I'm just like, I don't like this for some apparent reason. And mm-hmm. like it don't it really don't give you enough time to grind, like really level up and be able to handle bosses and stuff. And it's just like they they made this a little bit too difficult, even though it's it's very linear. Like you really don't mm-hmm. feel like it's a role play game until you get like later on in the game. So I'm gonna give okay. it another try and I'll probably end up finishing on Xbox One. Uh, played a little bit more of control. Uh, just got my shield ability uh, from the training facility. Uh, mm-hmm. Trying to go back in since I got like my key card for number five. I'm trying to go back and run through some things. Uh, see if I can get into some notes uh, and destroy some his notes. That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not feeling control. I don't think it's game of the year material. Because, and I think it, I know we discussed this on Boss Rush about the technical problems, but it's just like I, I, I don't enjoy the map system. Um, the the fighting can get fun, like the shooting and stuff, it can get fun, but too many times that when you get to an area, it keeps repeating and adding those enemies. And it's just like I gotta get through the section more and more, and because I don't have a map to like really skip it. Or anything or get around on anything it just feels like this is becoming redundant you know so i mean i respect it for what it is but uh i i i just don't feel like it's game of the year material it's a great game but it could have been better and i think it, i something about remedy is that it feels like they don't have a q and a testing facility or they don't let people who don't work at Remedy, come in and test the game. It looks like everything that's being done is only for people who have worked on the game. Well, and because that, they that know Q and A was going to probably be run by Five Hundred Five because they published the game, right? And like, yeah, I, I don't know if if Five Hundred Five gave them a big enough budget to have a proper Q and A. I mean, like, I'm sure people played it and were like having a good time, but also they were probably uh. constricted by their budget because they wanted to stay at a very specific budget, right? And Right, because this, this is all for Remedy. Yeah. Like, this is I mean, from their budget. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I just, oh. you know, you, you when you play Control, like, it looks like a really, like, high-profile AAA game, but then, like, once yeah. you really start noticing stuff, like, there's a lot of reused assets, a lot of the, you know, mm-hmm. at least at, towards the beginning, a lot of the enemies look similar, you know, with, like, mm-hmm. a, a procedurally generated kind of, like, uh, uh, you know that like what they look like but they're they're all pulling from the same assets and then you know once <laughs> you get deeper and stuff then you start to notice differences but uh, that's kind of like they were smart with their asset use it's kind of very nintendo-esque in that way where like the reuse of their assets they just try to be really clever to hide the way that they reused assets and stuff because if mm-hmm. you look at it like their enemies look like uh alan wake yeah well, I'm sure they and use. It, I'm sure they use some. Like, I'm sure they have a whole slew of 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 assets that they've used before that they probably mm-hmm. try to disguise with different. Like I said, like different know, textures, different stuff. textures, different kind of like you know, quote unquote, costume designs, or mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like, well, um, and and they have those shields up, you know, like because like mm-hmm. the whole nature of those characters are they're these kind of like shadowy kind of characters anyways so you can't really yes, tell is. distinct features anyways like there's there's subtleties to their faces and stuff like that but there's no real distinct 
you know, like actual features of their faces and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. kind of they're just kind of yeah, like this it, this like remnants like, or whatever. Yeah, and it's like when you destroy them, they kind of explode, and it has I don't know, it just has an Alan Wake feel to it, and I'm not mad mm-hmm. about it, even though Alan Wake wasn't a great game too. Uh there's just something about you guys don't Q and A and test your games. A reason why I think I like Quantum Break because Quantum Break felt different. Well, plus they had but that Microsoft f- budget behind it and Microsoft's Q and A team, and you know yeah. uh, they had a. I mean, no offense to Five Hundred Five, but Five Hundred Five is not Microsoft, right? And, and yes, yeah. Uh, as I, I, I actually really hope Quantum Break gets some sort of like special re-release or something because mm-hmm. you know I think a lot of people missed that game same with sunset overdrive you know like they just missed those games because early xbox one didn't do mm-hmm. very well so yeah right and i really enjoy quantum break from from the story to the like yeah. the tv stick the tv parts the live action yeah. stuff i literally could see that as a tv show like i was really enjoying i like how they broke up that flow and it just it felt like microsoft and remedy coming together to make that game that really no one else can make in the yeah. like it, it yeah and it, i don't it, it i don't know worked. who pro- i don't know who produced the show for it but whoever produced the show for it i thought did a really good job uh, too. I, I think remedy did on microsoft's budget oh okay <laughs> okay because yeah because well and, and for me it was kind of like it it was like i was uh like I liked the show parts a lot because a lot of uh-huh. the actors, the actors and actresses that they yes. they used were were people from shows that I was watching or loved at that time, and so like that you know that kind of helped it along for me as far as my enjoyment of those those episodes in between. Uh, but but yeah, like I I feel like like I yeah I the people who have played it that really did not like it I. I, I never really w- was on the same level as them with that, like that feeling. Yeah, there were certain things about it that they could have did better, but but overall, I really did not have a, a issue with that game at all. And, and like, it, it, when, it feels like when the game has a good flow when you're in the battles. Mm-hmm. Like, like I love yeah. the lightning, in, the lighting in this game. I love it. They really did a fantastic job with the red hitting the ground and the darkness with the. Yeah, uh, where the building moves and the just like the white reflection, yeah. like a lot of stuff in this game, technically, I mean, graphically looks really, really good. And it's just like, I, I wish that just some of the stuff was a little bit Q and uh, QAT, so that it could yeah. be a little bit more balanced. I mean, don't get me wrong, like the game is challenging, but it's not like you can't get through it. Um, well, and part of part of me wonders too if this this could also be one of those situations where, you know, like this this will be the first game that they produced with them, and you know, like now if this game you know proved itself in in Five Hundred Five's eyes, they may get a bigger budget next time. Well, and, you know, but you know, like that's the thing is you don't I don't know that for sure, but a lot of the times. The first game is gonna be like you've got like this very, sh- you know, small budget that you've got to prove that you can do something with, and then 
from that point the, on, if they feel like you deserve it, they'll give you more the money. Thing, I think the thing about it is that the budget was Remedy's budget. I think I think the only business that well, they have with Five Hundred Five was to publish. So Five Hundred Five might have done like publishing, be, yeah. so it could get to stores in the okay. marketing. So part of those sales would go to Five Hundred Five. And well, I, I would say, but it, it still should be under contract that some of that money of people who still buying it still go to Five Hundred Five. Because mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. now with their deal with uh, with Epic Games, they may have a higher budget, um, and they split the profits fifty fifty. Um, but the thing about it is, even if they have this higher budget, uh, we have to see what they do next. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, I think Max Payne and Max Payne 2 is the only sequel that Remedy did. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, if you, unless you want to include like the um, the Alan Wake stuff that came out, that was With that the, was the, the like Nightmare One, the it, DLC. Yeah, yeah, but that wasn't. It wasn't technically. I don't think it was actually <laughs> DLC. It was almost like a small, like ver- like a small game that took place. It, you know, after. I mean, it, like I guess it technically was DLC, but they, it, they consider, they it, consider it seemed it more like a standalone. Yeah, it, I think they considered it as DLC because it continued after the ending of mm-hmm. Alan Wake. So it wasn't. It didn't feel like it was a brand new game. Like Far Cry Blood Dragon, like that. Yeah. That's a game that could. It's not. It's DLC, but it actually could be a game on its own. In a sense, yeah. even the Far Cry Five one uh, uh, follow up in, in a sense. Um, but yeah. I, I'm making my way through it. Um, uh, I like where it's going and stuff. I'm like, I'm really am impressed, like graphically on how it looks. But it's just like, if you guys would have just, I think if you if, if they wouldn't be like, if you already got passed through the section and you had this big battle, you don't need to have this battle ever again. Well, yeah, they they kind of explain they kind of explain why characters keep coming back in mm-hmm. because like you're you're trying to like extinguish like. I won't go into it too much, but like there's a, you know, like there's obviously there, there's a reason that they're, they're being able to enter into this building from, from wherever they're from. And, and so that's what it is. It's almost like, like they're there. You may be killing them off in an area, but you're still haven't contained the actual problem. So they therefore are still able to come back in. And so that's why they sometimes when you go in a room that you were just in like a little while ago, it will be back like they'll be back in there because I think it's kind of the same thing, too, with like when you when you fast travel or any of that. Yeah, like sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it will sometimes it will redo and then all the, the enemies you may have killed in an area are back there. You know, it's kind of like a Bloodborne or you know type of game where it resets when you when you use a campfire or whatever. You know, but um, I, I I try to run and get past it, be like I don't feel like fighting. Yeah, I'm just gonna run. But, but uh, I'll I'll tell you this: like I was at the same kind of the same area you are right now when I was playing through the beginning of it, where it kind of was slow starting at first. And it wasn't grabbing me as much as I wanted it to. But, like, as I went through and got, like, more abilities and, like, you know, like, 
started to pick up more on the story and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Then, then, then it started to to click a lot more yeah, with cause, me. But because I'm I'm at the part where I'm about to go meet the brother. That that's okay. my next mission. Okay. So, okay. Um, but I'll leave it right there. That's pretty much what I've been playing on Xbox. Okay. And I I tried a little bit of Doom Eternal. Um, but oh. I'll speak about that on Boss Rush next time um, when I play a little bit more. So, but okay. that's what's been in my arsenal. What's been in your arsenal, Corey? Uh, well, not a whole lot of Xbox, to be honest with you. I've uh, I've been playing a lot of The Witcher Three, uh, but it's it's been the Switch version. Um, so I mean, I'm I'm really into it. I'm really glad I've I started playing it again because you know the first couple times I tried it, I just couldn't get into it. But now I'm like really really into it. So I'm I'm really glad I started playing it. Uh. I also played a little bit of Madden, and uh, I tried to get into a match of Bleeding Edge this morning, and it just wouldn't load for me. Like, the matches just mm. wouldn't, like, I don't know if there was just, like, I know Xbox has kind of been trying to catch up with the uh, coronavirus and the, you know, the, I know they're setting kind of record numbers of Xbox Live use, but I just, I couldn't get in today, so... Uh, mm. I wanted to try that because I wanted to talk about it on the show, and I just I just couldn't get in. So, uh, hmm. uh, I mean, that's that's kind of about it. And I know I don't really have a lot to say, but we did watch the whole uh, Tiger King documentary, which <laughs> ooh, uh, was, that was uh, interesting. Yeah, I don't want to talk too much about it, but I just like we watched it, and I was like, this is just like all the other documentaries we've watched. You know, I I don't understand it. I I mean, I guess it's like how crazy like the the people are in the show. Yeah, yeah. It, instead of like the story itself, but I'm just like, I I don't know. It was fine, but I just like I didn't. I don't. I was. I lost sight of like why why are all these people hyped about it? Like it's just weird. Well, I think the I think the documentary kind of lose sight on itself because of what the premise is you, yeah you know they don't they don't really try to stick to the premise of it well, they try to well the, I, for, for I the think, first half they try to bring, well, yeah. they try to talk about all these players and stuff and then later yeah. on they're trying to get it to what the actual well, yeah well i i think what it is is it starts off and you just like you're like okay well this you know this this guy is is weird you know the the tiger king the guy that's you know calls himself the tiger king or whatever that he's weird and he's crazy but then you start to realize that like he he starts to become almost the the most sane <laughs> sane of like a, a lot of the people that you meet later it's like he's yeah. nothing compared to some like even though the woman that he's uh, at a feud with she's okay. psycho yeah, she's psycho. Yeah, too. Like, think she killed her husband. Well, I'm pretty sure, dude. Do Do you get threatened? That you know the way that he threatened her. Do you Do you have someone do that to you and you just laugh it off all the time? No, dude. If you're If you're not insane, you'd You'd be freaked out that someone is like, you know, shooting a doll that looks like you on videos and, you know, and doing all this stuff. And she just laughs about it. Yeah. Like she like like it's I said to my wife, it's almost like she in her mind, she's like, I hope he comes and tries to do something. So I have a reason to kill again. (laughs) (laughs) That video here, kitty, kitty. 
Yeah. Yeah. His videos, I, I, I was just like, what is going yeah, on? Yeah. That yeah, that that's the thing, is that like it's it, it it it's not like it's a it's a good documentary, but not in the way that you would normally consider something good. It it's good and just like it's just weird. It's like it would almost just, be like I mean meme, I, I know they meme work. I know it's they couldn't really do this, but like it would almost would have been better as like a reality show. Well, and it was like that was what they were recording during the beginning of it, yeah, you know. But then all that got burned in the fire or whatever. Yeah. But because I would have loved to see that show. Oh my god, that would have been great. I think it's uh, what was the West Costume one? Uh, oh, making a murderer. Making yeah, making yeah, the, making a Didn't murder. Did they make one. a second season to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah the did. second season was way better. Was it? it? it because, they, yeah. yeah. Because because you actually learn a lot more, like a lot of like you find out just how poorly um, you know planned and how they had like no time basically to have any kind of decent like investigation or anything done to be able to um, to you know uh, try to defend Stephen Avery in in the his first you know, in that, that trial and stuff, because they had no, they had no money to do any, or no, no, like experts of any kind to do any kind of like, you know, investigation, like on forensic wise or anything. And so the whole second one is, is this woman that, that wants to, you know, like, uh, take this back into court again and do it the right way. She actually like hires experts to like look at everything and do things, and it it's just much more. There's much more information there. Why is it? Why is it that stuff that deals like with country or southern, like like not to be dis disrespectful to anybody, but like redneck country white folks? Why is those kind of documentaries are always good? Like the Westboro one is a good one. Uh, this there's one of them that I think they were like in Mississippi. They were just they uh the state oh, the, of Mississippi was trying to take the land for these people, and they were crazy. Oh. Uh, the 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 or there's the one the the weird and wonderful whites of West Virginia or whatever. Yeah, I forget that what one. it's called. Something like that, but it's like that whole there's, that whole show. Like it's just a bunch of like meth heads and like it's, i don't know man they're just there's, it's crazy it's, there's something fascinating just watching it just be like this is a train wreck but this is intriguing and stuff like yeah i think i think it's just it's like why why people watch reality tv shows that are just messed up is because it's so far from anything that you would experience in your life that you just can't help but just watch it and be in awe at just how people can make such poor decisions and, and, and still like you know have children and, and this always <laughs> right and this always up to the directors on how to frame you know yeah. and I think and I think that's kind of how we looked at how we look at PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo. Like if we when we see their behind the scenes stuff, like even like the God of War documentary. Um mm-hmm. Stuff like that is fascinating because we get to see people in real life put their time to create a product that us gamers yeah. are going to play, buy, and judge. Um, yeah, and it something is, that it, we don't it, experience in our life that right. we actually get to see in the making. Yeah, right. And I think it's 
it's always exciting to like even read books and see just video about that. It, it just it's it, it's fascinating with a lot of documentaries sometimes. But those kind of like country ones, just like mm-hmm. what in the world am I seeing? And you just sometimes you just zone in because you don't believe what is happening, but you like the story that is being created. That these uh, filmmakers are doing when it comes to mm-hmm. and speaking speaking of rednecks, uh, I I uh, fired up uh, Wreckfest <laughs> last night and uh, this morning, and I've that's what I've been playing. I've been playing some more Wreckfest, and man, I love that game. It's so fun. I was just playing the like the seer the um like the series or whatever like the just the single player campaign or whatever uh-huh. where you just you just got like every every series has got like a different kind of objectives and stuff that you got to do most of them are racing where you just got to race um you know your standard racing going like three laps or four laps around the track and try to be first place um, but some of them, like the one I was playing before I uh, ended my stream today, some of them are like really, really challenging. Where like, so like I was playing where you have to on this track, you have to race three times. You got to go around the track, but in that time, I was a I was a bus, and then there was a whole bunch of those three wheeled uh, little like uh, van looking car things. And and I had to d- destroy eight of them before uh, uh, finishing the th- the final lap. So and I I was like I think the best I did is maybe destroyed four of them in the three. So I it's it's really like challenging me to uh, to try to figure out how to how to destroy those things without like destroying myself mm-hmm. or or you know just without still also like not not doing well in the race it's it's super challenging but um yeah there's so many fun things in that game that you can do like just like the um they have like your regular bowl uh destruct demolition derby bowl where where everyone's pointed you know to the towards the middle of the circle and then you just kind of all drive into the beginning and you gotta smash smash everyone up and be the last one standing um i played one of those where every like all of us are in a combine those Mm -hmm. and if you don't know what a combine is it's uh the big uh like tractor things that it's got like a big uh spinning thing in the front and what it does is it will like it will grab corn off the you know the corn cobs off of the the stocks and then it spits it out into the back the corn into the back and then leaves the stocks or whatever so you're driving these big ass honking uh combines and you're just trying to smash into each other and be the last one standing and it's just that game is just i don't know why but like the the destruction derby games and all that like they were so simple and you know so easy but man they're just so much fun to just like I think it's because it's just mindless, mindless fun, you know, like it's just you just drive around and and uh, smash into each other and just have fun with it. You know, you you don't have to like stress out about it at all. It's honestly, it's pretty easy. Like I, I used to play racing games all the time, so 
I still do pretty pretty decent at racing games, um, but some some of them some of them give me a challenge, and I like that too. But but uh, usually it's in a different way because it's like there's some kind of objective or something that I got to do, and that I'm just not like not great at, like trying to you got to because you almost have to figure out which which parts of your vehicle are are able to hit stuff without doing a lot of damage to yourself, but doing damage to them. So like, you've got to try to hit cars in just the right spots and, and try to figure out where your weak spots are on your vehicle. And like, there's a, it is a little bit deeper of, uh, you know, to it than just hitting, (laughs) hitting each other. You got to really like figure those things out. So it's fun, but yeah, I, um, you yeah you said Ed, that you eventually wanted to get it, but yeah, yeah it's it's definitely like like I I'd, I'd say that it's right up there with as good as like how I felt about the Destruction Derby one and two uh, when those came out for PlayStation originally, like like I used to love those games and this definitely feels like a, a amazing like updated you know successor to it so if you like that kind of stuff it's it's definitely a lot of fun even just racing if you like racing games like this just takes racing to another level where you can like you know smash into each other and like have the whole front of your car just completely mangled um and still be able to drive but it realistically like will affect how you drive like if your frame is all bent up, your car isn't going to be able to drive straight or, or like it will, it won't be able to get up to speed, you know, only be able to go like maybe half the speed it normally would, or, you know, like they've got some pretty real physics in this game. And, and I think that's what, what makes it stand out for me. Why, why I wanted to get it so bad in the first place when they announced it. So, just the realism that they they really uh, touched on in that game. They did a good job with all the physics and things. It's an it's an amazing game, honestly. Mm-hmm. So nice. All right, yeah. So we should probably get into some arson news. I just pull up the uh, new stuff here. All right. So the first thing in the news. Uh, so. It's the ten year anniversary for Near Automata. And no, which so, is uh, the first one. Well, yeah, yeah, ten, yeah, ten year anniversary for it. Yeah, that's I. I always forget that Near Automata is this is technically the second one. It's technically like the tenth one, <laughs> but yeah, it's like yeah. that series is weird. Well, I mean the second one, yeah, the, the second, second one since like the well, yeah, and, it's like yeah. Near is technically a spinoff of what Dragon Guard three or something, which yeah. is like a spinoff series of another series. It's like ugh, it's like this whole like yeah. deep web thing. It's crazy. Look it up if yeah, you guys I, are interested. <laughs> well, yeah. So the so the the yeah Near Automata is going to be coming to uh, Game Pass now. It's rumored that it might be April second or April third. But uh, no, no actual date has for sure been given to, uh, 
at this moment by the time you guys are listening to this that could change it's, it um, probably will be one of those days because square yeah. Enix is doing a sale on xbox yeah. and i went i yeah. to go check it that game wasn't on it yeah it wasn't on sale yeah yeah i'm yeah i'm sure that i'm sure it's gonna be yeah pretty pretty quick here because i mean it's it's almost april already anyway so um is it yeah <laughs> we've been in quarantine so long <laughs> i don't know what day is it yeah so, it, it, so probably wednesday because uh, that's wednesday yeah possibly yeah, and so like, and so with it being the tenth year anniversary of the uh, of the the near replicant, uh, which is the Japanese version, um, they're actually gonna. There's talk. They're talking about uh, remastering that, uh, but they don't want to call it a remaster, and and then release the the remastered version of the last the last one or whatever for um and then bring it to ps4 and xbox so yeah the the last one was on 360 i believe they said so yeah the that last one yeah like a the, that original one or whatever so because uh, so i thought the original i thought the original near was on ps3 and 360 yeah it was well yeah the, yeah yeah the yeah the original one was but the yeah this recent one obviously they didn't bring to xbox or whatever you know the automata was only on ps4 yeah uh i mean, I mean now, uh, the, repl- now the replicate um i think yeah, that, that one that, that was on 360 and ps4 was it only in japan or here uh well it was it was only in japan japan i believe because it says yes. that was the japanese version it's one of those and it had a different character it's one of those things where like you know how sometimes final fantasy or kingdom hearts gets like the final mix plus edition yeah, yeah. japan and yeah. we don't get it until yeah. like you know these weird collections come out like that's i think that's what it was for near it like, was okay yeah i mean we got like the yeah. base version but then you know, Japan gets the cool extra, <laughs> pretty much director's cut version of it. Which yeah. is weird because 360 wasn't big in Japan. No, but PlayStation 4 was. Or 3 was, I mean. It came to yeah, PlayStation that's, that's true. 3. Yeah. I keep saying 4, yeah, but and, it's 3. Yeah, and, I, you know, like, I, you know, I don't know what you guys think about this, but, like, I personally, like, this is one of those, you know, Nier Automata was one of those games that, like, looked interesting enough to me, but I also, I could see it being one of those type of games that that just doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. And so, with it coming to Game Pass, I definitely am going to give it uh, give it a 100% shot and, and see if it's something that I'm going to like, because if it, if it is, I probably will end up buying it, but I, I, I just, I just like didn't... It. Yeah. yeah well, because, and that's oh. the thing. I I figured, but I I still would like to try it and just see yeah. see you know if it's something it, that I would like. So uh, I have it for PS4, and because it mixes up a lot of different game styles, um, mm-hmm. and it feels like different from different developers, um, because you don't play a lot of 2D shooters and you don't really play a lot of action style games, 
you trying to figure out that system, <laughs> some of those systems in those in that game, it definitely would. If you do decide to beat it and you play another different character, everything switches because there's like five mm-hmm. endings to to it. Um, yeah. I don't think you're going. I I think you might give it a try, but then you're going to go back to Call of Duty. You're going to go back into something completely else and really just like really forget it because it's not going to connect to you. Not saying yeah, and yeah, and and we'll see because I mean I you know like I honestly like all those type of game types. It's just they're like my problem is is like you know like that's all that kind of stuff is i used to play like back in the ps1 and you know a lot of during that time like i used to play all that kind of stuff but the problem isn't really that i don't like that kind of stuff anymore it's just i like very few games come along that use that kind of stuff that also has a story or characters or whatever that I'm actually interested if, in. If, and if I and could. I'm interested in the near character. Like I think she looks cool and like I've always thought she was a cool looking character, but I just if you could if you if you could stay with it with it for two weeks and not mm-hmm. not not drop not not stream uh Call of Duty, not stream mm-hmm. anything else like really focus on it and force yourself to play it for two weeks. I think you will like. It. I think you'll prove to mm-hmm. yourself like, okay, now I got what this game is, and then and then talk about it. But the the moment that you just jump to something completely else, mm-hmm. it's not gonna stick. It really won't stick with you. So yeah. it's just something yeah, and for you. You just have to really stick with it in order to get it. Yeah, and I've been looking for reasons, honestly, to to play something other than first person shooters, because like I still enjoy them and everything, but it's just like I kind of want to try something different. Like I've been been wanting to like go to like GTA Five again. I've been wanting to go back to Remnant, and I've been you know like different different stuff. I need to go back to Star Wars. The uh, the last the. Um, Jedi. Yeah, Fallen Jedi yet. So, like, I've I've got a whole bunch of like other type of games that a lot of times lately have sounded more interesting to me. Like, like I said, I was playing Wreckfest. Like that. Like out of all the games I had, like that's just for whatever reason I wanted to go back to that really badly. So lately, I've just been kind of wanting to play something different that I <laughs> don't normally do. So. So this yeah. this might be a good time for for me to get into that then because I and, either and that or Tomb Raider. Game, yeah, and this being on Game Pass, I think that a lot of people be like, if you not have it, if you have not played this game or picked it up on Xbox, definitely get Game Pass. A lot of people are just like, this mm. is worth whatever they're charging for Game Pass. I mean, I think what I think right now, uh, PlayStation or Xbox is offering the first like three months for a dollar right now because uh, of this coronavirus stuff so i mean it's mm-hmm. i'm sure playing this game along with a lot of other games is worth a dollar so uh, yes you know just saying i mean there's a lot of g- great games on that service already but uh this is another one to add to that and so uh, although yeah, i have and, noticed they've been and, pulling a lot of games off of it lately so. yeah and don't forget too if uh like anyone that listens to this, if you have Xbox and you you're paying for, you know, Xbox Live and you've got Game Pass and like you really should be 
trying to do the Microsoft points uh, stuff because like if you bought if you bought uh, Doom, then you already there's six thousand points. Um, if you if you bought uh, what was the other one? If oh right now if you buy Resident Evil Three, uh, you'll get six thousand points. Um, like there's a whole bunch of things and and you can trade those points in for months of game pass as well like uh-huh. like so technically if you if you do that kind of stuff and you do the grind of that like like you would in a rpg you can basically pay for all that stuff just by by doing the grind of like of clicking on the things that it wants you to and you know like it's it's really useful if you pay attention to it. You like I've gotten so much for, you know extra money and stuff like that from doing that. Um, that like honestly, I've bought games and movies and things with with the money that I've gotten back. You know from spending money. So it's it's basically like an instant rebate. So, but all right. So the the other thing. Um, and uh, we kind of touched a little bit somewhat on this uh, with uh, PlayStation. And so Microsoft has been kind of limiting certain uh, uploads and stuff because of the, the COVID-19 and stuff. You know, obviously, like Corey said, a lot of people are uh, in record numbers are, are going online because, you know, they have nothing nothing else to do and they just want to want to be entertained and so um so temporarily for right now on on microsoft on xbox uh you you do not have the ability to upload custom game gamer picks uh club picks and club backgrounds those things they basically have just kind of turned off for right now Uh um they just looked at them as like kind of just not really nonsensical things, but just just not not necessary things that would be using up bandwidth um, during this time, and so they yeah they're just kind of doing things like that, little things that people will probably barely even notice they're doing in the background um, to try to just stop stop bandwidth from being used. So yeah you guys have uh anything no i mean i think it's good to turn off features that aren't you know like priorities you know like just because like i know and and this isn't just xbox but online gaming is seeing a surge in record numbers you know steam had the what 22 million concurrence the other day Mm -hmm. uh xbox and playstation are both seeing surges uh to the point where playstation is actually slowing your download speeds of your playstation games uh I mean, I know that has nothing to do with upload speeds, but, like, you know, they're turning off features or slowing down features that, like, aren't really necessary to keep the service running because of all these people. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's, I'm glad to see a lot of people are spending more time playing games and connecting with friends and stuff, right? Like, that's probably mm-hmm. the most important thing right now. I mean, that's what we're doing, right, with with podcasts and stuff. But Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, we, my wife actually... Uh, my i have my tablet or whatever my samsung uh galaxy tablet or whatever and uh my wife set it up so my son uh max could uh use the they have the kid friendly uh messenger app for facebook 
where you just set it up so they don't you don't need to make them an actual Facebook uh, you know thing or whatever. You can just set it up so then uh, he can talk to people who are on Facebook who have accounts. And so, like, he's been calling up uh, my my mother and father in law. He talked to today. Um, he's been my mom. My mom just got my sister uh, made my mom a Facebook account now, so she's on Facebook. And so, so he's been talking with his grandmas and and talking with uh, his cousins and and talking uh, with my sister and stuff like that using the the tablet now. So he's been enjoying that a lot. It's been kind of fun, just you know, because during this time, it's like. You got to make the best of it, and so he's just been loving it. So, but it's kind of fun, you know. It's that's where technology, uh, you know, is times like this that that it's great, you know, when you can uh, do things like that. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah, but, I, yeah I think it's it's good of him doing it so people mm-hmm. just you know get on get online and game with friends and stuff. Not have to mm-hmm. worry about, you know, any problems and stuff. But, I mean, if it helps ease, if it helps ease Microsoft online structure so that people go around the world could jump on and easy pay a game, then uh, yeah, it's good that they yeah, did. yeah, and yeah, like Corey said, they're not the only ones. I mean, Netflix and others. There's kind of all different stuff going on with this because. You know, obviously Netflix and all those things as well. You're going to see a lot of people using them and stuff too. So, yeah. All right. Now this this one I'm I'm really excited for. So, but I, but I'm going to take it with a grain of salt. All right. So according to the Gaming Revolution, who is a is a, a guy who. Uh, likes to leak stuff on Twitter and YouTube. Um, he he had come across supposedly that we were going to be seeing a Modern Warfare two and three remastered campaigns. Um, so so there's a there's there's rumor that there could be uh, Modern Warfare two and three remastered cam- campaigns. I'm not surprised. I would love that, but... I bet they're bundled. Yeah. I mean, with Modern Warfare being so kind of hot right now, and, you know, that yeah. the first game remaster came out, what, a couple years ago at this point? Two years ago? Last year. Uh, yeah. Two years Three ago. Three years ago. So, I mean... Yeah. What? Yeah, Go ahead, somebody. I'm sorry. Because it, it, it came out with PlayStation 4. Had uh, Black Ops... Was it Black Ops 3? And PlayStation no, 4 it, had no. that... No, the Modern it, Warfare it came, Remaster? Modern Warfare yeah, Remaster came that, out. That came, that came right, out PlayStation with the, Right, PlayStation yeah, 4 came, had it uh, exclusively yeah. to them. When I think yeah. Black Ops 3 or one of them, they had that, no, they it had was, that connected to it. Was it. Advanced, it was Advanced Warfare. Advanced Warfare? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it, it so was connected to like that. like three or four years old yes. now, I think, at this right. point. So, yeah. Yeah, because it, yeah, it was Advanced Warfare then... Then um, Black Ops Four, right? Uh, it was Advanced Warfare. Then Black Infinity Ops. Infinity War, I think. It was the order. Or Infinity War. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it was. Yeah. 
advanced warfare then uh then uh um yeah the world war ii and then black ops 4 and then this one so yeah four years about four years old now yeah because i I know playstation 4 had the remaster did that they a year after they made it separate for xbox players i can't believe yeah i can't believe that came out in 2016 i thought it was way sooner than that yeah, no, it was the yeah, original, I remember um, it. The original Modern Warfare 2? No, Modern Warfare no, the remaster. remaster. Oh, the remaster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cuz um well, I think the thing is is like, you know, like so many people were kind of upset with it because um like they they just didn't like how it was being handled, how well, cuz I think you yeah, I think I think it was tech. Yeah, it was like only for PS4 for a limited time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for um, oh, yeah. but I, I don't it's because that, it's because Activision had all that exclusive stuff with PlayStation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but yeah, like I mean, I would I would love I would love to see the 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 campaigns uh, get remasters and you know and go back because. Like I tried playing the original campaigns, and like they definitely show they definitely show their uh, their age. age, you know. Like the, it's not they weren't bad. Like they're not bad campaigns, but it's just it's just they definitely haven't aged well. I feel like things just like the way um, missions and things move nowadays. It's just much more smoother i feel like they've uh-huh. they you know they really they've really gotten down the uh the the pace and and kind of the way the feel of of their uh campaigns more recently you plus know you back then it, plus you don't have the monster closets and the ridiculous checkpoints either <laughs> you know that was like the big thing was yeah. like the the monster closets and like especially if you're playing on veteran like the whole sp- like getting through veteran was basically just sprinting to the next checkpoint and hope you don't die <laughs> pretty much yeah. <laughs> Mar- I, I, I didn't i didn't play modern warfare 3, but modern warfare 2 story was disjointed and i'm just mm-hmm. like i'm so sick of this game in this this that in battlefield 3 did the same thing where it just kept jumping around so I'm mm-hmm. not looking forward to this remaster. I, I would get three because I never played it. But two, I'm just like, even with the airport level, that was a shock. It was just like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, and it was just, mm-hmm. I don't know, if that campaign for Modern Warfare 2 was a janky, disjointed mess. Like, I can't remember all of it that happened, but I knew that that game should have ended like nine chapters in. And it just yeah. dragged on off. Well, and I, you know, and unfortunately during that time, like, you know, like online multiplayer was, was just like the thing, you know, like that was, that was where they, they really started putting all their money, you know, a lot of money into that. And, you know, and then eventually they started, I feel like, you know, like balancing that out and putting a good chunk of money into the campaign and in multiplayer and they yeah. it seems like now they've got a really good balance of really trying to make sure that both are really well done I, um, I could, and I, I feel like at that time they, they like 
that's when you know multiplayer was just so massive, and yeah. they it was almost like they just and like they did the a campaign, reason, but they that's why people cared were buying it. Call of Duty was for the online. Yeah. No, yeah. Because yeah. to well, me personally, why they I still buy online <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think to me, for me personally, the best campaigns they have is Advanced Warfare and this new Modern Warfare. I think those are the two best campaigns that has been in the whole Call of Duty series. Yeah, that yeah, the new Modern Warfare campaign yeah. is seriously one of the it's, best, it's really, like, really uh, first-person shooter campaigns, like period that I've played. Like it's so good. Like I really like how they did that one, um, because like man, like that that beginning part when you're when you're clearing that that uh, apartment complex as a yeah. group, and you're yeah. just going up the stairs and and like there's like people, there's babies crying, and you're just like you're so on edge. They did such a good job of just they making to- you really feel like you're like you're stressed and you're just like okay yeah man they did such a good job with that like i was so like i was just like okay okay i think that person is a good person don't shoot them it's just like man and and then there's like some twists and turns in there that i won't wreck but yeah that, that it was a really good campaign for sure all right so there's this uh thing that happened and we kind of talked about it in our chat a little (laughs) bit on friday night um so um the uh the code stuff for the series x apparently got stolen and they were holding it for ransom uh for what I forget, what was the amount of money? Was it a, th- a million dollars? It was a hundred million dollars or something. Stupid. Yeah, a hundred million. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so, so a hacker had gained access into AMD servers and stole the a series of test files from the current and future AMD graphics processors, including one of the xbox series x's so yeah just they say in the in this article just like in the movies <laughs> but so yeah i obviously if you're microsoft you just you probably just say oh well i mean like who, i like, i don't what, know like, I, my thing is like what you gonna do with it like they are they already it's not like Microsoft don't have a backup somewhere because they probably do. Second of all, the system is already made. The people already have the development kits in. Like, what what are you going to do with this? Like, the, only, the only the only thing I could see them doing is like if they wanted to sell it, like sell like give like tell Sony or something like someone from Sony like like give them the. Uh, like coding or whatever so they would know like how the or you know people know how the like the processor works or something i don't know if it would allow them to to create a backdoor type thing in like the in the service for the the console i I guess that's the thing i don't really know a whole lot about like these kinds of things like when it comes to like hacking and all that stuff i don't know any of that kind of stuff so yeah i'm I'm kind of with you. I I don't really know what they're capable of doing with having this, but 
Right. It Microsoft. must be something that they right. could do. I don't know. Microsoft I, is not going to give that person that much money for them to do a source. You already yeah. stole it. It's not like it's not like you gonna you stole it. You're gonna give it back to them in this original yeah. state. You already probably made copies of it to give it to the black market. So, so Microsoft shouldn't, and I think they they won't. They already probably have like we got a copy of this. It's out there. We can't yeah. really do nothing. Only thing we could yeah. do is hand this information over to the FBI and let them handle it. And if they catch the guy, great. That person's gonna be getting some years in jail. Yeah, you know, and, and like. Well, and yeah. honestly, this is, I feel like this affects, a you know, AMD more than it does Xbox just because, like, I don't know if they have, like, some kind of, like, you know, information, it, you know, because it says it, that it's got future information about AMD's graphics uh, processors and stuff. So, like, I guess potentially if you, if you know someone who could cr- make these kinds of things, they could technically try to make something but but that's the thing is even if someone made something that was exactly like what they were they were planning to make then you would just have to try to find out how that person got information or you know like i don't know it's it's just it's a mess and like it's not like amd's was already making something completely new that would update what they just stole amd is probably on top of it they probably have something new body by by June or something. AMD mm-hmm. is AMD is quick enough to put something else out. It might not be for Microsoft, but they know how to put something new out. You, you stole some old code source. Okay. Yeah. So what? Microsoft and AMD probably like we, we can make something completely different that they won't even know. Or it's already been done. Change, yeah. Change like some kind of coding or something. Yeah, like see that's the thing is like I'm I'm completely I do not know anything about this kind of stuff. So <laughs> Well the way like it all goes to like I'm sure there's I'm sure that co- code is so old at this point too, you know? Like I'm sure they've changed the code. I'm sure they've put more security measures in. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm sure mm-hmm. I'm I'm just I don't know, man. I I think this is all just. I wonder if it's just somebody say, saying that to try to get a rise out of someone and hopefully maybe get paid or not. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Well, the joke the joke online is that is like because PlayStation's uh, new console is like <laughs> is looking to be not as great as Xbox's. So like someone was a PlayStation person did this just to try to throw some bad press or whatever but it's all just stupid stupid uh console war people, stuff i think more people were laughing at the person who stole it than in microsoft it was just like yeah really? well no yeah no i mean people are just joking are just joking around on the internet saying that it was someone a sony fan that did this to try to make xbox look bad but it's you know it's uh yeah it's it's just a mess. Uh, you know, we'll see what comes of it. I don't, because again, like I said, I don't really know a whole lot when it comes to like the coding stuff and all that. And like, you know, I would have to like read some, like read an article from someone who like really knows, like in in, d- in depth. Yeah, like what what could they could possibly do with this information? But um. Yeah, so 
All right. So that that is it for uh, the news. And uh, we don't really have a topic, so we uh, we've been well, going a little while. Can, so. There's a there's a just to get it just to you know put in a little bit more content here. Pure Xbox has a has a list of confirmed Xbox Series X games that we if you want to go over those real quick. I mean, not we don't have to talk like we did last week about all the games. Yeah, but like uh, all the Series yeah. X games that are have been confirmed. Uh, I'll just run down the list real quick. Yeah, and, go for and it. We'll, we'll just talk about them a- afterwards. But uh, Cyberpunk 2077, Dying Light 2, Gears 5 via patch, uh, Gods and Monsters, Gothic, uh, Halo Infinite, Outriders, Rainbow Six Quarantine, Sinuous Saga, Hellblade 2, uh, Starfield, uh, The Lord of the Rings, Gollum, uh, Rainbow Six Siege via patch, uh, Ultimate Fishing Simulator 2, Warframe, Watch Dogs Legion, and WRC9 are the confirmed games. So, uh, uh Dying Light 2 is a questionable one because I thought that went all indefinite hiatus. I thought no, it's, that one was- no, it's they they delayed the release date indefinitely, but they're still working on it. Still working on it, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah that's that's why I knew it was like it was weird. That yeah, list. it was it was kind of the same, like almost in the same vein as as the the uh, Watchdogs Legions, where they just kind of, you know, like they they had other things they wanted to focus on, and then they were gonna get back to it. Basically, uh-huh. it was it was just it was just like like they they wanted to take some time to like strategize or whatever with how they're gonna deal with stuff and games. Was yeah. Watch Dogs 3 EGN supposed to come out this year? Or it was, spo- it was yeah, supposed to be yeah, out already. It was, supposed to, come, it was yeah. supposed to come out in February. And the then beginning they of the break, year. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but Breakpoint made it get delayed probably. Well, it was... Uh, well, it was... It was uh, they said that the sales of Division 2 and the reception of Breakpoint made them reevaluate the games that were in development, so they delayed them okay. all to make sure that they are... Uh, especially because Breakpoint wasn't exactly the game that people wanted it to be when it came out which by the way uh-huh. did you read that to the breakpoint 2.0 patch notes mm-hmm. that game uh-huh. sound, it sounds like they're changing almost everything it's going to be more like uh it's going to be less like the division and more like assassin's creed odyssey where like you can pick up gear but it it's like it just has different perks and different traits on it and the gear seems to be growing with you instead of you know okay yeah, i have girl. to th- I have to throw away this sniper rifle because it's three levels lower than what I need it to be. So uh, it looks really cool. I'm actually, I'm actually excited when, once this launches, I'll probably jump into that because it's a game I've been wanting to play for a while, but Mm. also I know that they've been trying to fix some patches with it or they're going to patch it and like change a lot of stuff. And I wanted to wait for that version of the game. So, yeah, uh, I've been, I played a little bit. I've been trying to do this, the story and it's just like, Everyone says that that everyone says that that game is not it's not it's not about the story it's about playing with friends everyone says that really that game is just to be played with friends and that that's really where but the that's, where that's the best part of, of it is that's, that's well yeah yeah but but division yeah but division two I I enjoy playing by myself I don't mind it but well, but like. I think- I think this doesn't have the kind of draw that division has. I feel like. 
<clears throat> well, it, it feels like from what they showed at the trailer to what was actually executed, it's two mm-hmm. different things. Plus so, now, plus now, like they're getting into really ridiculous stuff where you have to like, do you see the Sam Fisher Terminator expansion that they're coming out with? Yeah. I heard about it. I haven't seen it's it. It's like you, like you have to uh, meet up with Sam Fisher, and you guys are gonna go investigate some like. Pretty much, you have to go like see what Skynet is up to. Pretty much, and like then you have to fight Terminators. It's like, what is happening in Ghost Recon? <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, yeah, like that. Like uh, Watch Dogs and Gods of Monsters were supposed to be out already. Which Gods of Monsters mm-hmm. is a game that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, mm-hmm. Based on the little bit that we've seen, uh, mm-hmm. obviously Hellblade. I think a lot of us are looking forward to also. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then obvious, and then and then uh, yeah, and then we we've also got confirmation that uh, that gear gears tactics or did you say that? Did you mention that? No, I didn't. Beginning? You say gears five yeah. is getting a yeah, series yeah. X. Gears tactics is coming to Xbox. We'll yeah, be. that gears yeah gears tactics will be coming. Did you guys Xbox watch the the IGN's uh, preview footage of that game? No, I haven't oh, yet. I've dude. been so busy. I've been I can't. so busy today. For tactics. For Gears oh, Tactics. For no, it's, I mean, it's the PC oh, version of Tactics, version. but it uh-uh. looks I awesome. I cannot wait for Gears Tactics. Uh, it's, yeah. Uh, they did confirm that the main character in the game is Kate's dad. So that's really interesting uh, because it's going to yeah. tie directly into the new trilogy, it seems like, uh, at nice. some point. Uh, nice. It takes place... It takes place three years after Gears Judgment and ten years before the first game. Uh, so okay. Marcus has already is Marcus has already been in prison uh, in this game, and uh, yeah, this is basically uh, the the story of them uh, using the Hammer of Dawn to scorch the world. So, uh, oh, okay, is, so that is Judgment the one Judgment is supposed to take place is before actually Gears one, right? Yeah, it's thirteen years before Gears one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did a whole after I watched that footage. I I reminded I was going down the story of Gears and trying to remind myself of the timeline of of Gears because they said this takes place ten years before. So, uh, yeah, dude, I think by the way, Gears Judgment underrated, not as good as the other Gears games, but. It's underrated, I feel. I feel like that game gets a lot of crap because it wasn't it, developed by Epic. It was developed by People Can Fly. It, it has an arcadey feel to it. Yeah, know, that's, what they, were, that's what they were going stuff. for. And then they changed the way, mm-hmm. like, you know, they've actually mapped the... It, it feels like the button combinations feel more like a first-person shooter, like you use Y to switch your weapons and grenades uh-huh. are on mm-hmm. your shoulder button instead of switching it on the D-pad. And uh, The coolest thing about that game, though, the boom shields, like the big, big shields that you can hold up with, they yeah. took they took the, uh, uh, like you know in the in the main series when you use one you can only use your sidearm, in this mm-hmm. in that one you can use the sawed off shotgun. Nice, oh, and it's awesome. So, <laughs> I don't, nice. for, so right now in the whole Gears universe, is there is there nine gang? Nine. Six Gears. I mean. Eight for right now. If we add Gear Six, like, like let's just say for hypothetical, they added it. Um, Gears One through Six, mm-hmm. Judgment would be seven. Seven. Gears Pop and Gears Tactics would be nine. If if, if they're just it's, hypothetically adding Gear Six. Yeah, it's eight. But it's eight. It's eight nine. without Gear Six. Nine. 
Nine, yeah. Gears Pop doesn't count though. That game. But I for refu- Gears, I refuse. Day. I refuse to download it. <laughs> so, but I'm you, actually you know, excited to see what this Gears Five uh, enhancement is because that game already looks amazing. Right. I well, think it's going to be like a the, the frame rate and definitely graphically and color rises. Well, they said they're working on a 1440p 120 frames a second version with ray tracing. Yeah. Which Gears, you Gears know, at 120 frames a second is going to burn your eyeballs. Well, did you did you guys did you did you guys watch that digital foundry that other one where they kind of actually go in depth about the uh the um the, well, the the software that's like built into the Xbox that will basically put the HDR like they show how it puts yeah, they, uh, HDR on old games. Yeah, it's using the uh, the machine learning to yeah. add HDR to old games because like they added it to Halo Five and it never had it to begin with. So yeah, it's pretty cool. And yeah, they they showed uh, Fusion Frenzy with it, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that and that's why I was just like I. I want to see more of the power of the series X for the actual game. Like I want to see a level of from Halo Infinite running on Series X to see what can we if, will. If, we will. I know, but I just wanted to see it. I was you just like, come be on, patient. I can't be patient. I I want to see like if this <laughs> is gonna do 1440p, 120 frames per second, and Halo Infinite is the prime example to do that. Blow my little crazy mind. I mean, Halo 5 already does that. Halo 5 already does that. 1440p, 120 frames. Yeah, on the One X. X. On the OX? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's. Yeah, that's the thing is like, like, just like all the other consoles, like, as we're getting to the end here. The, the Xbox One X is actually getting, you know, being able to be pushed to do some pretty amazing stuff already. Yeah, supposedly so, the division. The TV, supposedly the division the two. Supposedly the division two supports it also. Yeah, yeah. You, but the uh, you had mentioned the, the, uh, the yeah. hundred twenty. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know like how that affects frame rates or anything. I know like. It just makes it smoother, but I don't know how that affects yeah. affects frame rates because I thought the Division Two on console only ran at thirty frames, but I don't know. That could just be me. I don't know. It, I I think the box says I had to look at it. Uh, I think it has uh, OX enhancements. Yeah, I know. It, I know it does, but I'm just saying, like in terms of what what uh, what it actually says. Yeah, yeah. that I, I haven't. Have I haven't touched that. I I should play does some do- uh, Destiny. Cause do they, do they, do they sell on boxes? Uh, if it does have Xbox, uh, OX enhanced. It should, ju- it should say, yeah, it should say Xbox thing. One X enhanced on the box. Uh, I mean, I'm yeah. usually most. I mean, games now, all of them do. I'm sure, you know, the, all the ones that are recent. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I would love, cause I would love to see Forza Horizon of Series X. That's like that's, that enhanced. Well, you're gonna get Forza Eight, I'm sure, on Series X, for sure. Forza yeah. Motorsport Eight, for sure, we'll have it all. Is it? Yeah, I'm looking at. I have my copy of uh, Call of Duty World War Two, and right up at the top above Call of Duty World War Two, it says 
4K Ultra HD HDR Xbox One X Enhance. Yeah, yeah, and but then on the back, the back it, and then in the back it says stuff too. It says Xbox One X Enhance Ultra HD HDR, and then yeah, so it's it says they it don't right say up. that like the 60 frames per second or the. Well, if it's the, if it's if it's Xbox One X Enhance, then it, that's gonna then that's gonna mean that uh, that whatever the best choice. version of it will be. Yeah, you'll have that choice in game to, I thought to they was, change. Well, I mean, but the, you I have thought games they were talking about the price and P. You have games that are designed around the frame rate, though, because like Call of Duty runs yeah. at sixty frames a second, regardless of what platform it's on. So, yeah, I mean that yeah. was true last gen too. You know, I mean it was never the best looking game, but it always ran the smoothest, which is why people were drawn to it. You know, as opposed yeah. to you know Halo never ran at sixty frames a second until this generation. So, uh, yeah, with well, uh, Halo Five. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, the Master Chief Collection, all those game, all those games yeah. got you know. They, I oh, brass uh, to uh, sixty frames. Yeah, so and but yeah, four K. This list uh, of games. What games? What games are you guys most excited for from this list? I mean, obviously, Halo Infinite's going to be at the top of all of our lists. I'm sure. Uh, I, I I know Hellblade Two will be one of yeah them. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, for me, Watch Dogs uh, Legions. I'm I'm excited for. To really be honest with you, I think just Hellblade and Halo Infinite. Like nothing else does anything for me. Uh, I I think because Cyberpunk has been delayed so much, and I still feel like I'm seeing cutscenes. I kind of my my hype and want for the game has dwindled. So mm-hmm. it's just like I'll see what it does when it actually comes out. Um, Dying Light Two, if it does come out for Series X, maybe later on, like next year or something, and it really shows what they were working on. Then yes, because I was gonna get Dying Light too. I really like where they was going with that. Uh, but I just That's now another game I need to get back to. <laughs> yeah. I have the first one, and I've only played like maybe two or three hours of it. Um, Watch Dogs Three, I could wait for. Uh, I think Two is really good, uh, and I but I think that what that their appeal for what they were trying to go for, I don't think a lot of people are still gonna be for it when it actually comes out. I feel like they may have changed <coughs> changed part of the game. So Watch Dogs Three, I could just like literally wait for it. Gears Five, of course. Yes, I, I want that. I'm well. I already got the game, so um, I'm gonna see how that goes uh, when I get it. Like when it's actually finished and actually running on my TV. Uh, but yeah, pretty much just Halo and uh, Hellblade at this time. Yeah, uh, I mean, Gods and Monsters was the other game on this list that I'm really excited for. Uh, but but I'm getting that for Switch. Yeah, I was gonna say if it's still coming to Switch, it's, that's probably the console I'm gonna get it on because uh, I really love Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and this is that team, mm-hmm. that team's next game, and uh, I really love that game uh, to the point where like I I was. Um, I was just writing down my top, my favorite games of this generation, and I found Assassin's Creed Odyssey to be at, you know, near the top of my list. So, uh, mm-hmm. hopefully, this game, you know, them already having all the work put into Odyssey, and them, you know, wanting to try something different in that formula seems seems like it's going to be right up my alley, especially with the. Uh, it almost looks like a Breath of the Wild meets Kid Icarus style game. I wish Nintendo would just be like, hey, can we buy that game from you and you just develop <laughs> it as a Kid Icarus game? Uh, I, I, I do want to see what is going to be their Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
from Microsoft. Yeah, uh, whatever really the uh, see... the whatever the initiative is working on. Which, yeah, I which would, is I rumored to be see... Perfect Dark, honestly. But yeah, but can they? Hmm. Dude, I'm I feel like I feel like this Perfect Dark is not going to be a first-person shooter. It's going to be in the vein of like a Metal Gear, like open-world Metal Gear game, like like Metal Gear Five. I feel like, or uh, you know, something to, of that nature. I feel like it's going to be. I feel like it's going to be the game that we're not expecting, but never knew we wanted, and then when we play it, it's going to be exactly what we wanted Perfect Dark to be in the first place. I, I feel like I could I could roll with that. I, you said Metal Gear, and I'm just like, dang, they mixed Metal Gear with a little Metroid in a sense. Like, if, if the game wasn't level-based. I mean, honestly, was, I could see this game being uh, almost Arkham City-esque. I mean, without yeah. without being Batman, obviously, right? I, like you need I, you need to upgrade your stuff to get access <clears> different uh level access different levels of the city or different you know areas of the city. Hitman, <laughs> the new I, Hitman. I, like I, the, I, if I, it was like the new Hitman games where you're uh, like you can like attack a a scenario like a million different ways. Uh-huh. Like I honestly like, you but but what? but have more story to it. Because I but like, you know I what, mean, Jesse, that, would, that, would fit, that would fit more for a multiplayer part of a perfect dark. Like I would, I would enjoy that idea. Yeah, definitely do it multiplayer. So you really can't play against other players. It really hides what you're going to be doing and, and get away yeah. instead of just making a regular multiplayer. Like that would be cool. Like you do have a have it somewhere in the story mode, but it's actual other players around the world. Fitting those roles, and so or even, to... or oh, you could ahead. even make, it, or you could even make it where it's like, like, like there's two different ways to play the the um, you know the the story to it. You can either play it uh-huh. by yourself, or you can play it as, you know, multiple um agents who, who like you know like you'll have to you'll kind of almost like that uh. What, is, what was that game where you had to work together to try to get out of the prison or whatever? Is it just called Get Out? No. Well, I forget what that was called. The one where you like in prison, you got to try to break break out, and you had you had to play two player. Like oh, you had uh, to play. uh, uh, the EA one. Um, yeah, like like I could see yeah, doing something like that about. even like where you've got to work together you're not necessarily in the same room together uh-huh. but the the things that you're doing together like will ultimately like affect like how the mission moves forward like where you've got to work together not necessarily in the same place which you know kind of similar to like you know, like what they they did with that um, the uh, Dark Pictures games, where where you can be working, you're playing the same game, but different stuff is happening on each other's screen. The the man of but you're still yeah the, yeah, but you're still working together to ultimately move the story. <laughs> like something like yeah. that, where they just do something like that's just you know unique or just. Something that that would be like if you want to have this kind of experience, this is the only game that's doing it right now, like this way, like something like that. But I, you know, like that's the thing. Like we we could sit here for hours and come up with ideas, and it would you know very well that it still would be. But 
I, nothing but, like, what, like what we're but talking about. I would about. go for a preference like that. For like what you guys just said, for both, like for both of y'all, mm-hmm. I would love for to have that kind of preference dog. I would buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I've I've always loved you know the perfect dark franchise and and you know like because of it of its time it just like I feel like it could have had a much more deeper uh, meaningful storyline to it, mm-hmm. but I just it just wasn't something I I really super got into. I just loved playing with friends, you know, playing uh, versing each other just like we did with. Uh, 007 back in the day on N64 and stuff, but but yeah, yeah I yeah I think I think that would I don't know man that's why this is so exciting this generation is because we really don't know you know like there there's so much we don't know about what's what's coming mm-hmm. you know and and it's I great think, I mean you know. I think that's why SI Xbox if they decide to do a special one for E for E3. I think that would be the one that mostly everybody would watch, that they would set Mm -hmm. time and everybody would just join in and watch and actually see some games and stuff being revealed for it. Well, I mean, those are two games that are really, I'm really excited for, right? Like uh, uh, the Initiatives game and also Playgrounds game. You know, they have that whole action RPG team, which is, you know, supposedly working on a fable game like those are those are two mm-hmm. huge games that we don't know about yet those could be like if if microsoft is going to go guns blazing this summer you know during the digital e3 stuff if, if that ever comes mm-hmm. to fruition right like like those are two huge guns in their arsenal that they don't that they haven't revealed yet and people mm-hmm. could get really excited for for perfect dark and uh, fable, you know, like I, I could really mm-hmm. see them doing something interesting with those franchises. Well, like I, like when we first initially were, you know, hearing these rumbles of this being, being a thing, you know, like I, I thought, well, you know, like this, this could ultimately be their chance to, to be able to, um, basically make their own version of a splinter cell game without having to rely on ubisoft you know to do splinter cell games mm-hmm. like ultimately this could be like they could basically make uh you know perfect dark their splinter cell yeah like because i mean it's basically the yeah, you know I mean, it's the same kind of idea it's like it's- but it's the stealth genre because the stealth genre feels like it faded out in the sense. Yeah, but uh, people still love Splinter Cell. People, like, I mean, yeah, people have been still, dying for a Splinter, for a Splinter Cell, Cell game. Yes, that is true. But I, 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 but just the stealth genre in general. I'm like, I think it's been in some. It's just that it's been in so many games that people are used to it. But when it's just stealth, about the whole game, like think, Hitman and stuff. I think people oh, kind of lost interest in in, I mean not that stealth is like a it just feels more like a niche genre and I think that's why Ubisoft hasn't spent a lot of time bringing Splinter Cell back at the moment is because like look look how big Assassin's Creed is and and Rainbow Six and The Division Uh like these are all 10 million plus selling games right like they took a they took a risk with For Honor right and I mean that game still has Mm -hmm. its audience and it sold it's actually sell, it sold quite well, but it didn't sell 
as many units as they wanted to in the beginning. It just had a long tail on it, right? It it mm-hmm. kind of sold like Rainbow Six has, right? Like where it sold okay in the beginning, but then it just kind of grew and grew over time. And it's just a game nobody ever talks about because it has their dedicated community. Like they just had a Prince of Persia event, which was like really interesting to watch. You know, if you watch streams of it or videos of it or whatever, like it's they clearly have assets for Prince of Persia and they're fighting in the Prince of Persia castle and all their, like their costumes that you can unlock or buy are Prince of Persia related. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And it made me want a Prince of Persia game, but like it's, I, I don't know if a new splinter cell could sell like that. You know, I, it, yeah. they, I, I would, I think that they would have to temper expectations with the splinter cell game and be like, look, we can, we can sell 2 million copies of this game. Right, and we it would it would have to get a it would basically have to get a breath of the wild treatment, and you know, and that's basically what I think the they they would have the opportunity to use perfect dark and be able to do it because I think the thing is, well, see, is if you're bringing up people, breath of the people wild, don't if you're bringing up breath of the wild I would love to see fable take that approach and actually add yeah, that yeah that uh uh. Uh, like the good and bad dynamic to it where like okay you can mm-hmm. solve this dungeon or whatever however you want to but it's going to add points to your like your scale of good and bad type stuff and then that's how the game changes over time changes. well or, uh, well the, that good and bad system has to stick with fable because yeah, that's what, i mean that's the selling of, point <laughs> right yeah. uh, of of making fable and the, making the look of your character on what quests and stuff you get. So yeah. uh, if a new fable does come out, that has to stay in. Um, and because well, it's, and, it's just reported to the game. Well, and like I like what I would like to see is like someone really take the the um like the system that they had in Breath of the Wild. You know how you could like climb anything. But what if what if they what if they built that that ability more around your character? So like like if you're going at let's say you go into a dungeon, and there could be three different ways that you could get to the final end of a dungeon. But how you how you progress through the dungeon or get to that final that final um, battle would depend on your character and and its traits and abilities. So like if it's if your character is good at climbing, you could climb like most of it and there would be, you know, there'd be certain things that you could find and you know, only if you climb it to get to the certain areas. But if you're someone who has to like, you know, like use a different route to get there, like you know they could really take some of those kind of ideas and like put more depth to them and you know like more of an art rpg style like depth to them where where your character is being built as you're doing certain things like you choose different ways to get certain places and that determines what what your character is best at you know kind of thing like yeah i mean yeah there's definitely a lot of things that they could easily do with uh with with that game with fable as well so yeah like you know like you were saying Corey, like the there's just a couple those couple of games that that are just really exciting to think about and try to figure out what exactly is is going through their minds and what we're going to be seeing soon you know it's it's exciting it's definitely fun uh whether whether you're a PlayStation or an Xbox or a you know Nintendo main uh, 
ever all of them have some great things to look forward to right now so yeah you know i mean i'm i'm excited for everything that's coming you know i mean yeah you know we just had a nintendo direct i wonder what the next inside xbox is going to bring and and you know i mm-hmm. i know a lot of people are excited for what playstation has but uh yeah i yeah i think i think microsoft got something planned for wherever e3 would be because with nintendo having arms announcement in june they might be like well if they're doing a nintendo direct and feel like it's going all out i think we need to go all out again well they said this i think they said they're going to go all out when in june mm-hmm. because it's going to be there mm-hmm. it was it, like whatever their digital event's going to be right like i still think it's going to be phil i think i think it's going to be a nintendo direct style video with phil and and uh major nelson and and uh you know all the all the key players at xbox right now uh yeah ruben yeah, they have and, the, and you know all those they things. have their personalities that really work for them so yeah, it's just, i do think the, the only thing like i don't really care for about inside xbox that it feels way overproduced and way over I don't know, overacted, I would say. I, I think that's too strong of a word, but I feel like everybody is way too enthusiastic about everything, and like I just need to, like... They're, they turn it up to 11. I think they need to turn it down to, like, an 8, you know, and, like, just kind of, like, deliver the information. Like, I get people... Mm-hmm. You want to get people excited, but there's a way to do that without feeling uh, fake. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying everybody feels that way, just sometimes, like, you know, they... they that I just remember the la- one of the last inside Xboxes that happened. Like they brought the one of the developers from EA out about uh, I don't know if it was for Need for Speed or for Madden or something, but like they were just like it was something. No, it wasn't that. It was something really stupid that was coming out from EA that was like one of their smaller games or something, and they were just like they brought him out and overhyped him, and then he that guy looked like he had never been on stage before in his life. And he was trying yeah. to act overhyped and stuff, and I was just like, "Come on, guys, let's 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 just go. Come on." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think that's the thing is like a lot of them are like there. Yeah, there is a point in time with certain things where you can be too professional about what? about something and just like you know, like just not you know, not set the right kind of mood because it's. You're trying yeah. to fill in time. You're trying to fill up that space so it can load on to the next thing. And it's just like, for me, it's just like, okay, we get the game pass deal. We already understand that. You don't have to do it eight or nine times. Just the count. Yeah. That's the stuff yeah. that needs to calm down. Like, I yeah. know that you guys are doing game pass and ultimate game pass for five or ten dollars, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think, <laughs> I think game pass announcements are exciting. Oh yeah, but like, yeah. just to say that, it's like, to remind people that it's on sale four or five times during the event in like a, a forty-five minute stretch is kind of like, okay, guys, we get it, it's yeah. on sale, got it, but, <laughs> nailed it. But like, but like, please continue to show. Like, I, I love it when they show like accessories, like when they do the controllers yeah. and stuff. It kind of remind yeah. you that hey, even if you got if this is not yours, we do have uh we do have a, a store or whatever you want to call it for you guys to design your controllers can and we just, now yeah. we're can we just say though even outside the design lab stuff that xbox is just really killing it with controller designs like they just yeah their controllers yeah. are just awesome to look at I, e, e, even outside xbox design labs and i hope like i hope xbox design labs continues on with series x and you can start designing series x controllers yeah. because they're just like 
I've been wanting to do one for a while. And yeah. I'm, yeah. Well, remember, remember, I, that's what I, that's kind of why I said I, you know, like before we got confirmation, I was like, I'm almost certain that the, our old Xbox one controllers will work with the new Xbox just yeah, because they already, they already so many it. people, they already, confirmed well, no, I no. No, I know, but I'm saying like before before we got confirmation, uh-huh. I had already said, you know, one of the, my reasons that I thought it would be uh, that our old controllers would would move on to the next console is just because that that lab thing is so is such a big thing, and like so many people have spent money building their own personal controllers, it would be such a bad uh look if they were to say yeah by the way all those controllers that you've built over the years you can't use those on the new console like that's like because of that lab existing i was almost certain that like i would bet i would have bet money on it that that the old controllers would move forward with the new consoles just because you know like that like you said there's there's so many cool things and and i i mean honestly it really wouldn't be that difficult for them to to you know put the new controllers in there because everything about the new controllers is basically going to be pretty similar it's mm-hmm. just you know like it just will be there'll be like very very subtle you know changes so i I th- I definitely think that that's going to be something that will continue because they'd almost be stupid not to, you know. It's such a big money maker. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, that's why they they could they could they could take a hit on the on the the price of the consoles just because of that the controller labs alone. Like I'm I'm sure they make boatloads of money from those. Oh, I'm sure. You know, because yeah. people are constantly like Oh, I want to get a you know new controller, you know, with these colors on it, or I want to get this, you know, like for this person, or yeah. Plus, you know, they like, do deals on all the time with like free shipping and free engraving and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I, it, yeah, like my next Xbox controller will probably I'll probably order it from Xbox Design Labs because it's uh, I I've been wanting to do it for a while now that they you know obviously confirmed with mm-hmm. uh, Series X. Like I just I'll probably order one as soon as like. I need one or this Corona crap blows over yeah. and all this, you know, whatever it's financially viable to do it. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I think we'll, uh, we'll end the show there. That was some, some great extra content. So, uh, Ed, where can we find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at that pressure code. You can check me out on uh, mixer and on Xbox as the lyrical one and you can check out uh, optional opinion on soundcloud and other places very nice Corey, where can we find you uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at i am Corey in hd and on mixer at Corey in hd uh also if you want to play xbox or switch games uh i have my switch friend code and my gamer tag tagged on my twitter uh my gamer tag is just Corey in hd 713 so you can you can find me there as well. So, yeah. All right. And you can find me almost everywhere is Phantom on XS. So we're going to throw up the X. Because we're about to exit. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone.
Bye, everybody. What's the matter, you hurt? Hey, bro.